Hey listeners, this is Donna. And this is Andrew, and we're coming to you from the future. Future, future, future. In the future, many things have changed. For example... Man has finally landed on the sun. We found out King Kongs are real. Dancing has been outlawed. But not by John Lithgow. Human thumbs have been replaced by big toes. Everybody's got a quado. That future is full But the biggest change in the future is the name of this podcast. You'll notice in this episode, we refer to our podcast as Stabbing and Gabbing. But we don't say it that much. It's true. Yeah. That's because this recording was made before we settled on our final name of Stab Gab. To streamline us for the future. Especially the future that involves internet and websites. So try not to get too weirded out and enjoy. Eek eek. Technology. Innovation. (laughs) Stab Gab. Simply the best. All right. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Stabbing and Gavin. I guess we should just introduce ourselves. We should. Why don't you introduce yourself okay. first? Okay. All right. So I'm Donna. And I'm Andrew. And this is Stabbing and Gavin. Maybe we'll do like an origin story. Yeah, this is uh, year one. This yeah. is Stabbing and Gavin. <laughs> this is Die Hard Year One. This is Die Hard Year One. This is Stabbing and Gavin Die Hard Year One. This is before Donna and I become cops. And uh, <laughs> this is. Yeah, <this> <laughs> so that works. Yeah. Uh, we're recording this right now on an iPhone. Wait, so it looks like my phone is going to go to sleep. Oh. If it goes to sleep, it doesn't mean it's still recording. Shit. Okay. I'm assuming. That'd be uh, awesome if we just did like a whole big long episode and then we... We just find like, out we were talking to an stopped, empty phone it stopped the entire at, time. It stopped at like one minute. And uh, yeah. So let's see if it's still... Is it's it still, still going. Okay. Well, it's just it didn't really look like it went to sleep. I'm going to put it to sleep and I'm gonna <laughs> turn it on. Oh, okay. All so right. I guess it still works. All right. It's still going. Okay. So, episode number one, we at Stabbing and Gabbing. Stabbingandgabbing.com. I don't know. Don't say, well, I won't say stabbingandgabbing.com. No, because we don't have anything yet. Yeah, we have access to set up the website. Yeah. So, so, um, so basically what we're going to be doing every week is we are going to be watching, um, I don't want to say shitty because they're not shitty. They're near and dear to my heart. Right. We're going to be watching um, some campy horror movies, particularly from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We, as we go along, we might... Um, branch out from that very niche genre but this is a genre that i adore and i've loved since i was a kid and um andrew not so much yeah so when we when donna and i met to discuss how we were going to do this uh the uh um the metaphor is that correct the metaphor i use or the example i use is that this would be a lot like the x-files in that (laughs) donna is the molder and that she genuinely enjoys uh horror films especially horror films of this vintage and I am more the Scully agnostic mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. I am not opposed to horror, but it's not necessarily a genre that I have an affinity for. Um, so I will be, I guess I'm kind of the noob whenever we come yeah, to Yeah, and you got a, you got, oh, I threw you a real uh, softball this week. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we're not starting off with like, yeah. we're I'm not like, going to Just go. you wait until we get in a child's play and puppet master. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I was thinking about this on the ride over uh, to our recording studio. It's definitely not an apartment. We're definitely at a recording <laughs> definitely studio. definitely not my apartment. No, no. Uh, we are so loaded. <laughs> we just went ahead and, and got a recording studio because yeah. we knew this was going to be a huge success. My, this is how I relate to horror films, which is I relate to horror films in that in the same way that I relate to heavy metal music. <laughs> and I just sounded like I'm a really old man by the way I said heavy metal. Heavy metal music. Heavy metal music, which is um which is basically I look at heavy metal as a genre that exists to sort of provoke one emotion, which is I guess teen angst, air teen anger. angst anger. Well, mostly know. it's like it's like dude teen angst. Anger. Yeah. Oh, no, I shouldn't say that. There's, you know. Yeah, but like, like mostly, oh, yeah. Episode one, As Donna a... insults a whole, whole genre of women who love metal. Yeah, we're going to get like angry, all, yeah, angry letters. All the Joan Jett fans are going to, I don't know if she's metal. She's not really metal. Mm. She's just a rock she's and roll. She's rock. She's just rock and roll. So now we insulted two groups of fans. Yes, great. Ladies who like Hate heavy Gale. metal and regular. I'm looking forward to my first email, you know, that includes like maybe like hashtag go kill yourself. I think it's... <laughs> 
<laughs> I think the minute I said I'm not necessarily a horror guy, I'm going to get a lot of dudes who like have very strong opinions about horror movies yeah. on Twitter. They're probably going to come after me. Yeah, um, maybe. Or they'll suggest that I get a new co-host. Yeah, they're going to be like, fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't know what he's talking about, and uh, he doesn't appreciate munchies. I mean, which... drop the hero. <laughs> oh, wait, no. I did it wrong. Backwards. Drop the zero. Give it the hero. Now you've... Let's drop the hero. Get the now, zero. You've, now you've uh, pissed off Vanilla Ice fans, and they're going to come out of the room and be like, listen. The list is growing. <laughs> So I'm sorry. So everybody hates us. Anyway, so <laughs> so I'll invite more people who hate us, and the people who hate us. Um, uh, so yeah, so it's like heavy metal. Yeah. Or metal, metal. Metal. Metal, it's like metal music. Which is that it's yeah, it's sort of a genre that's there to provoke a single um, emotion, or at least, or or at least to really focus on a mm-hmm. single emotion. Um, so I feel that way about horror, which is horror is there. It's to scare you mm-hmm. and to and, and to make you uncomfortable and. Um, I'm kind of an anxious person, so I kind of, like, I'm not, I'm not internally built. Just a little. Just a little bit, and uh, I'm not necessarily internally built for hard, like, jump scares. I'm the kind of guy who doesn't set my cell phone to vibrate, because, like, that'll freak me out. Yeah, if it goes, like, like, that's enough to, like, make me jump out of my skin, so I don't necessarily do deep dives on horror. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of important stuff I'm missing in horror, and I don't do deep dives because I just don't really want to scare Well, I mean, if this, uh podcast keeps going you're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna know you're gonna know this genre real well we're gonna exhaust all the really uh uh, uh stuff shot because our film this week is or this month we haven't quite figured out what schedule yeah I let's mean, start with this month let's yeah then, well i mean we're we're going on vacation soon so oh right yeah is, i'll be on vacation next week as well so yeah don't tune in next week everybody <laughs> <laughs> apparently none of us will be here unless our vacations turn into horror movies which is entirely possible because a lot of good horror movies take place while people are on vacation mm-hmm. i think that's the i think that's the underpinning idea of friday exactly. the 13th yeah films. it's like i'm going i'm going to camp and it's gonna be really fun yeah it's all like sleepaway camp yeah and, and then, there you go sleepaway yeah. camp is also a good film that's definitely gonna be that's one we could watch on the docket so this week yeah we watch okay. the comedy horror movie munchies sweetwater a new and inviting desert community filled with kind and loving families. And then, one day... Did you hear something? Something odd appeared. Oh, this is incredible. Exactly what they are is uncertain. It's an alien. Maybe an illegal alien. And while their manner can be quite charming... He's so cute. Can't we take him out of the bag now? Their habits can be a little bizarre. <laughs> Munchies! Just dropped in for a bite. Now, what I like to also call poor man's gremlins. It was very much a poor man. Well, I, to say it's a poor man's gremlins is to absolve it, absolve it of the sin that it is not a direct <laughs> ripoff of gremlins. Donna, why don't you give us a rundown of the plot for Munchies? Gladly. <laughs> so, Munchies, our film for this week. Uh, while on a dig in Machu Picchu, an amateur space archaeologist. Ooh, that's a good job. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wish I had that job. I like his amateur space yeah. archaeologist. I mean, I kind of threw in amateur because I honestly don't think space archaeologist is a real job. And, don't know if you uh, get and, a PhD in that. Yeah, and then also, like, this guy, like, you know, it does. As you watch this movie, it's like fucking amateur hour. <laughs> Um, amateur space archaeologist and his son discover a alien creature thing hiding in the ruins, and they bring the creature back home to America. Um, the said amateur scientist's evil twin brother and snack food entrepreneur, <laughs> which we will dive a little bit more into that later. Um, <laughs> well, we will. Uh, he kidnaps what we come to know as a munchie and um M- munchie gets a name his name is arnold um he kidnaps him while no one is looking um arnold eventually escapes his kidnappers but not before multiplying into several munchies and wreaking havoc on his new community how will he ever be stopped well let's dig in uh, all right, so it is a direct ripoff of Gremlins. It's totally a direct ripoff of Gremlins, but and oh, also to be warned with all these podcasts, um, 
These podcasts will be filled with facts, but they will also be filled with spoilers. Oh, yeah. So, so if, if for have, some reason... If you're 35 years late to seeing Munchies... Then shame on you. Shame on you. But and you deserve every spoiler you get. Yeah, but um, if you for some reason are like, oh, hey... <laughs> Munchies is on my movies to watch before I die list, and I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it. Then you should stop listening. Yeah. But every every movie we do is going to you're def it's going to be spoiled. So. Uh, and by way of association, if you have never seen Gremlins, you might not want to listen to this because it'll probably be like, here's how it's like Gremlin. Gremlins. Yeah. Gremlins. That's a Gremlin. It's not like Gremlins. Yeah. Um. So it's so I my my one sentence bullet description of this would be. It's like Gremlins, if the Gremlins were slightly more um, horny and racist. Oh, <laughs> yes! I was just like, this movie is filled with '80s sexism and a and a little side helping of, of '80s racism, intense racism, yeah, uh, of of the vocal kind. Yes, not like people are really yelling racist stuff. It's just that the mun the munchies have voices uh, like Gremlins. The Gremlins didn't have voices until Gremlins Two, right? Um, you know what? I don't remember, but they were definitely since... like they were definitely um, speaking in Gremlins Two. I do remember oh, that, okay. but I don't remember if they were speaking in Gremlins One. I don't think they did. I think maybe one of them did. I haven't seen Gremlins Spike in a while. Definitely Spike did, did yeah. talk. Yeah. Um, or maybe he didn't. Yeah. More uh, hate, more hate mail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, "Uh, the Amblin fan They're club like, is going to get very exactly upset." They're like, "And exactly, twenty-eight minutes and fifty-four seconds into the movie, Spike said." <laughs> um, I can't believe you billing yourself as a horror podcast, and you don't know these things. Um, I'm like, well, you know, Munchies is definitely a softball for Andrew this week. It's yeah. not super horror. It's, it's mostly shot in the daylight. So leaning on the comedic the comedic horror genre. Yeah. Um solo rundown about Munchies. Munchies again, poor man's gremlins. <laughs> it was so I so here's where my uh being a movie guy but specifically non horror might mm -hmm. come in handy. So Munchies was produced by um, <laughs> was produced by Roger Corman, um, mm -hmm. who a lot of film dudes will know, or, or ladies and dudes. There's another bunch of angry yep, hate mail there you on go. that. Uh, like so you're film, doing this podcast with a lady. It's true. <laughs> film persons, film persons will know Roger Corman as sort of a schlockmeister. Um, he his whole career, he's famous because of this. He's famous because he's basically. Uh, did a, his entire career was making B movies, um, uh, generally sort of drive-in fare. And then when home video came around, it was more just like let's straight make straight to video, straight to video rip-off movies. Yeah. Um, so, but his whole, but his sort of, so he, he sort of has uh, respect because he gave a lot of people who you would know who currently make movies their start. So like James Cameron, and um, maybe. God, I want to say Martin Scorsese, but I couldn't be entirely wrong on that. Do you that, feel but... that he feels kind of like he's in an All About Eve situation? How Where so? it's like the protege becomes well, much bigger than the, the mentor? I'll give, I'll give him this, because that suggests there might be jealousy. But I'll give him this. Mm. I think Corman, you got to give him some, some respect because he knew exactly what he was doing. He's like, he's like, I'm not a guy who makes good movies. He's like, I make shit, and I put it out there, and I turn a profit. Um, but I do think he took genuine pride in giving a lot of people their start. And what's kind of cool about Roger Corman is that he, um, if you ever uh, Google him and look at a picture of him, uh, he actually, the way that a lot of the people he sort of gave their first start inspired, uh, the way they sort of pay respect to him is he ends up as a, um, an actor, uh, sort of a background or occasional cameo actor. Oh, cool. in movies. He's actually in Godfather 2. He's one of the, uh, senators um, uh, when Michael Corleone is on trial in, in, uh, in front oh, of Congress, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's one of the guys uh, questioning him. He's in Apollo 13. Uh, there's a scene where Tom Hanks is showing everybody the uh, the Saturn V rocket. Anyway, I'm sorry, Roger Corman. Yes. So anyway, so he's a famous schlockmeister, but he has he has an important his important contribution is giving people their start. Um, but we, you know, but let's not lie about who and what he was and what he was, was a guy who just, and eventually was just making ripoff movies. So, yes. So, so that, that brings us to Munchies. Munchies. So Munchies, uh, basically is a tale 
oh. of you just, <laughs> Munchies is a tail. You just like blew dust off the cover of a book right now. Yeah. You're like, ah, let me tell, let me tell <laughs> gather, tale yeah, of ga- Munchies. Gather around for the tale of the It's like, submitted for the approval yes. of the Night Society. <laughs> <laughs> this is the tale of the, I throw sand in Inking your face. Inking stone statues that become monsters. Yes. Oh, yeah. So that's what it is. So basically, uh, father and son take a yeah. trip to Peru as yeah. as fathers and sons do all the time uh, they love they love to it. look for um you get you give give this plot summary um so they go to Peru um basically in pursuit of aliens the father has a uh uh, it's like an archaeologist, you would he, say? But he ne- it's never really stated. It's just yeah. kind of like, it almost seems like he's just like an amateur, like I read a couple books and I, yeah. this, I think I, this will be fine. Munchies is not, not strong even, on scientific accuracy. Yeah, no. He basically goes to Peru. I wrote it down. Where does he... Um, so he's sort he, of like a... Wait, he... Oh, he goes to Peru because he um wants to prove that Machu Picchu is actually a oh, where is it my notes Machu Picchu, oh, Machu Picchu is, is a control tower for alien spaceships this yes. is a theory that um i guess maybe if there was a munchies munchies origin story movie munchies origins yeah munchie <laughs> munchies year 1 <laughs> um it might we might get a little deeper dive into why he thinks that uh why the father thinks that um Machu Picchu is a control tower for alien spaceships, but this is the only information that we've given. Yeah, Munchies so, just drops into the deep end of the pool. Yeah, so um, there within the within Machu Picchu, which is also like some of the saddest set design I've ever seen. Yeah, it's like yeah. statues made of like foam core. Yeah, it was really if Machu Picchu was uh, located in Southern California and made um, of foam core and made of foam core, that's exactly what this would look yeah. like. Yeah, um, he finds an alien, which no one seems to be really disturbed by no and Every- he, yeah everyone's just kind of like oh. everyone's really cool with the first munchie they meet they're just kind of yeah, like, they're like oh he's like a cute oh, little guy yeah how would you describe what the munchie like? i don't think the munchie's cute oh the only no. thing that i think i find okay so here's the thing this is where like uh munchies and gremlins kind of divert yes um gizmo adorable very cute Gizmo's very uh, arnold cute. i believe is the arnold name is of, yeah. yeah arnold not cute the only thing cute about arnold was this like little like alien voice yeah when he's still good yeah when yeah and then when, like that's about it and then you actually see arnold and um you're kind of like oh that's the the you know quote-unquote cute yeah alien. like not that cute they yeah Arnold so Arnold so to give you if you haven't seen Munchies Arnold is probably about three feet that's actually two no, no that's probably, really yeah, tall sorry, sorry. that's like what comes up to my waist yeah that's like wait, yeah I'm sorry so my so Arnold I think he's like a foot tall he's about a foot tall um he's already wearing clothes when we meet him so he's a little kind of reptilian creature mm-hmm. um I thought he kind of looked a little bit like Joe Biden and uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's with no disrespect I love Joe Biden yes but um but little Arnold. Um, kind of looks Arnold. little Arnold. Little Arnold. Uh, uh, kind of looks a little bit like um, like an older guy, like an old man, a little bit. And he's a little bit he's a little, he's reptilian, and he's wearing like an Obi Wan Kenobi cloak. Yeah, he actually kind of looks like um, Yoda. Yeah. If Yoda's ears were chopped off, had no facial features, and, and... looked like Joe Biden. Yes. Yeah. So that's what. <laughs> yeah. So he's our first munchie. Yes. So bas- So what happens is, uh, um, old man through, and son. through a series of events, Arnold ends up being stolen from the um, original Stealers because, frankly, they just they do removed him from um, his foam, habit, natural foam, habitat, uh, which is foam core munchie. <laughs> yeah. And um, through a series of events, um, we find out that. In like in Gremlins, if you um, feed them after midnight, if you feed the uh, Mogwai after yeah. midnight, they turn into Gremlins. Yeah. Well, in Munchies, they turn into Munchies if you piss them off. So yeah. uh, Arnold is pissed off. He ends up turning into a mean Munchie, and um, Munchies cannot be killed in a traditional form. If yeah. you slice them up. Much like a starfish, they will grow new munchies. Yeah. Like if you spill water on a gremlin, on a mogwai, it'll turn into five mogwais. If you stab up a munchie, it'll turn into... um, Or if you cut off a munchie arm, 
Yeah. Then you've got two munchies. Yeah, it'll grow into another uh, racist munchie. Yes, a yeah. ra- another racist, sexist munchie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll get to the ending eventually, and <laughs> boy, is it an ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a plot twist. There's yeah. Not really. <laughs> well, there's a... Well, here's the other thing. There's a so, lot of unanswered questions by the end. It's it's almost like the um, they gave up. They're just like... Yeah. So I guess we could just like... Let's just start with how casual everyone is about the yeah. munchies. There's no one... There's not a single character in the film who freaks out when they discover... There's actually one... All right, you'll have to remember. But, but then, um, as just as soon as she's freaked out, she becomes totally cool with it. So right. there is a scene, and this harkens to 80s sexism. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, and I will pose a question at the end of this, <laughs> um, where the munchies in their, um, the munchies have now turned bad, and they've multiplied, and they've stolen a car. Yeah, they and do they are freewheeling around um, what looks like some maybe Santa Cruzish kind of. It's like, like a, it looks like a housing development that nobody moved into in like. Uh, it almost reminds me California. of like arrested development. Yeah, it looks like where it's like the, a fake community. Yeah, it looks like it's a fake community, and and like I think clearly half the movie was made because they could get access to a yeah. They're like no one li- no one lives into. here yet. Yeah. Um. But no, but they've already left that community. But they're like right. they're driving around, and um. So they're being total badasses. They've stolen a car. They're drinking and driving yeah. because in the eighties. That wasn't, you know... It was fine it was to drink and drive. It was a simpler time. Simpler time. Um, in the 80s or modern, current Southern California, it's totally it's fine simpler to drink time. and drive. Yeah, it's not a problem. So, um, they happen upon two girls who are going swimming. Yep. Because in the 80s, that's what girls did all the time. It's like, oh, I'm going to go swimming. Blonde-haired ladies in the 80s just hung out just, by pools by sw- wearing or bikinis. Or swimming holes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they just went swimming all the yeah. time. They're living the Bud Light commercial lifestyle. Yes. 20, 24-7. Living hashtag Bud Life. Hashtag Bud Bud Light Life. Hashtag Spuds McKenzie. Yes, yes. All right. Um, so the munchies decide to jump in the water and go after them. Yeah. And this is the first and only time in the movie where one of the girls are like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like the girls who were supposed to. I'm not quite sure what our. What I think we're supposed to be on the munchie side when they jump in the. I'm not entirely sure what they're yeah, going to do. Yeah, I don't... But that... Oh, and that's the question I was... Like, this is the question I was thinking about while, while watching this scene and then also other scenes in particular. Um, I'm like, okay, you, so you, what are you... You're going to fuck her? Like, what are you yeah. going to... Like, are yeah. you going to rape this girl? Well, I'm like, me, this movie's so fucking rapey. It is very rapey. And, here, and here's where... Let me... And then also, you're like, kind of this... Like... Uh, are you gonna crawl into her vagina? Like yeah. I don't know how you were planning on like executing this sexcapade. Yeah, because even if the munchies like stack three munchies on each other's shoulders to look like a normal person, which I'm a little upset was not there was that was not an actual. I wish scene they I wish they the tried movie. to go to the movie theater. Yeah, like yeah, that. like I wish they tried to get into a porno or something. And yeah. they're like, no. And um but but alright, so let me I'm sorry, let me backtrack a little bit in that the it, in the start of the movie, when father and son, like, they're in Machu Picchu and they bring the munchie back, um, Arnold the munchie back, um, when they get home to their house, the father heads out to go to, like, a science lecture or something. And oh, this, yeah, and he leaves the, um, the, the son and his girlfriend. And his girlfriend. picked them up from the airport. Yeah, she picked them up from the airport. And what, uh, and now, and when they get, when, so when the father leaves, the son and the girlfriend want to get it on because it's the 80s. Oh yeah, it's like the you know and my gotta, parents are away. It's like we have the house all to ourselves. Let's go upstairs and do it. And so they go to do that, and they're like they're not quite sure how they're going to keep Arnold occupied. Um, so they give him a porno yes, magazine. Yes, which and, is so creepy because yeah. then I actually wrote this down. I wrote, <laughs> "Is the munchie masturbating?" Question mark exclamation mark question mark because <laughs> I was just like you're you're trying to bill this thing as like. Your gizmo, yeah, he's meant to be gizmo, gizmo at this point. which is so it's like he's supposed to be cute, yeah, and so you've got like, him fucking whacking off, yeah, in a duffel bag, <laughs> yeah. They don't now, merciful, mercifully, they don't show you. Thank uh, God, can you imagine things you, do you can't, see, things you can't unsee? I know, yeah, I wouldn't want to the see bags, <laughs> the bags moving around, he, Arnold's breathing is getting, yeah, like really yeah, he's heavy actually making fast. noises, yeah, like, and, yeah. and also, um, they 
they do recognize the the couple, the son and his girlfriend. Yeah. Do recognize that something is afoot in the duffel bag, and they think it's funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, one. You have an alien that you stole from Foam Core Machu Picchu. <laughs> Two. Yeah. Uh, it's a masturbating. Like, yeah. Yeah. None of these are. None of these are. Yeah. Are like okay normal situations. No, no, not at all. And um, and 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 they're like, you know, what we should do. We should leave him unsupervised to touch himself while we go upstairs and touch each other and touch each other. Um, uh, having very chaste PG 13 level sex. Yeah. There's like water guns involved. Yeah. There's a lot. There's probably, and that's not oh. a, and that's not a euphemism. No, because the son, <laughs> the son for reasons that are never resolved later in the film is a man child. He's a man child. He wants to go into comedy. Yes. Not just acting. Yeah. But, Comedy. He wants to leave a life of being his father's m- science assistant behind so that he can go into stand-up to comedy. To go to L.A. and, and be a stand-up comic. Not, no, um, his, he's not happy about that. He, he actually says that L.A. is like New Jersey with earthquakes. Yeah, yeah. Which is actually iterated again oh, at the end of the film. Shit. Um, You're right. Because... Uh, his dad caves and decides to let him go after all the That's hullabaloo right. with yeah. the munchies is resolved. She's like, okay, you can kill go enough, to L.A. Kill and enough then... munchies and you too can go into a career exactly. and stand Exactly. <laughs> That's how I got through college. <laughs> a little bit of student loans, a little bit of munchie killing. A little killing. bit of yeah, a little bit of murder. <laughs> a little bit of this, a yeah. little bit of that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then he says to his girlfriend, how do you feel about L.A.? And she's like, L.A. is like New Jersey with earthquakes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, the circle it's, of life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the best part is that the son is, um, uh, yeah, by, by, st- you go by the logic of the story, I'm assuming he's supposed to maybe just be finishing high school or something. Yeah, but he looks like but he's he, like, he was about 30. 35 years old, and he yeah. didn't, he looked to me a lot like Bill Maher. I also love that he had on like a life jacket. I was like, is this a hat tip to Back to the Future? I was well, saying, I do think it was that, because yeah. I think, well, now that we've he realized. Looked like a, he looked like a, a Marty McFly kind yeah. of wannabe. Yeah, it was sort of like if Bill Maher was 35, but playing 17. And um and was a stand up comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he would. It was he he. It was definitely a nod to uh, to Marty McFly. So I'm actually gonna say yes. It was on purpose that he was dressed as Marty, Marty McFly. McFly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I will say for a potential stand up comedy uh, comedian, he was not, not funny, funny at all. At all. No, and no. his father even states in the beginning, uh, he says, "quote." Paul, you're not funny. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, you're, you have a very valid point. Yeah. I think number one requirement for stand-up comedy is um, funny. And, they, and Paul was lacking in that. Yeah. I think his Paul, pure, he should really go to community college. He really should. He, yeah, he really should. Because his, his comedy mostly, as far as I could maintain... Uh, or, or, or I'm sorry, I should, I, I should assert, I could ascertain watching the movie. <laughs> That's a word, right? And, uh, it is a word. Thank you. Um, and uh, I, his stand-up comedy mostly involved uh, large uh, inflatable props in his Yeah, there bedroom. were props. Um, he had that there creepy was like curly a, hand that could move around. Yeah, on there was like a, a lot of like shtick. Okay, so let's back, let's back up to... Little Arnold has been stolen from Foam Core Machu Picchu. He's been brought home. Yeah. Um, the dad, the, archaeologi- or the archaeological dad, is going to go to a meeting of like-minded crazy people. Yeah, he's and, going to lecture. And he leaves Arnold at home with uh, son and girlfriend. They decide to go upstairs and have uh, PG sex. Yeah, yeah. Arnold is left with his... Uh, his porno mag, porno mag. he gets on yeah. um, masturbating and <laughs> then decides that he as a munchie has the munchies and he yeah. has to go get some food yeah so now we introduce a new character oh the stoner guy oh oh the, i see oh wait the I see. uncle the uncle now so arky wait I, f- I feel it's important that we now tell everybody who plays yes um the father yes. because uh he does double duty in this he movie. does yeah there's a dual role played by the same actor and so so to reveal to you the non-munchy initiated uh, the father is played thank you <laughs> the father is played by harvey corman mm-hmm. late of the Carol, Carol Burnett. Burnett Show. Mm-hmm. And if you are familiar with The Carol Burnett Show, uh, you will know that it was uh, 
uh, basically the pre-Saturday Night Live, and then it was a variety comedy show with many skits where Harvey Corman played many, 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 many characters. And he gets to bring that talent to life in Munchies. And boy, does he. Because he plays the dad, the archaeological dad. Which the I, cookie alien... Uh, alien uh, Manchu P2 uh, exploring What would dad. you call that? Like alien... Um, uh, like someone who would believe in alien. An alienologist, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bi- alien biologist. Um, I was thinking more like conspiracy theory. Oh, uh, like he's... Uh, um, well, whatever. He's he's signed up for that way of thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and at first you're just like... At first you're just happy to see Harvey Corman. And you're like, look, it's Harvey Corman. I mean, and aside from the alien thing, he's kind of acting like a normal dude. Yeah, he's just... But he's, he's a normal... Not like, he's he, not like doing, doing his typical uh, character actor. Yeah, yeah. He's not he's not doing any shtick. He's, he's just Harvey Corman. You're kind of like, oh, I'm happy to see him. And it's kind of nice to see him just doing a regular person role. But as soon as he makes the announcement that he's leaving to go to the science conference, uh, that's when... Arnold the Munchie goes across the street to the house where the archaeological scientist No, guy... no, no. He doesn't go across the street. Oh, wait. He's stolen. Remember? That's right. That's right. That's but right. this is when we find out that he has an evil twin brother. Twin brother. Who... As which and... I shit you not. Yes. Is also played by... Please. Oh. Harvey Corman, yes. Yes, so double role. Yeah, wow, man, man of many talents. Now, how would we describe the brother? Um, Andrew, you actually said it best when you right. said that um, you were really impressed uh, with his um, ability to channel an early yeah. Borat. If, yeah, if you wanted to see what Harvey Corman dressed up as Borat would look like, well, here's your movie. Hurry up here's and your watch chance. Munchies. Yeah, because he's wearing a gray suit and a big curly uh, wig and a mustache. The other thing that, another question that I wrote down was, yeah. um, why does the twin sound like he's from the South? So you want to play hardball, huh? Okay, brother. Let's party. Yeah, that's, yeah. I thought that was, like, they're twins. They both live next door to each other in like, Southern California, like, nondescript town, Southern California, and... It, it may not make logical sense. I feel it makes emotional sense, though, because you don't cage a talent like Harvey Corman. <laughs> you let you unleash him. He, and all of a sudden, like, this particular character, the the evil brother, he yeah. he sounds like he sounds like Colonel Sanders. Yeah, well they, they frame <laughs> He also kinda looks a little bit like Colonel Sanders but with with dark hair. But that's on purpose because they as they introduce him, I think, on a television commercial. He uh, owns everything in the Yeah, town. so you find out that he's basically a big real estate guy. He owns a I think it's like a steak restaurant or something. Um like everything town. he owns a lot of different places and everything yeah. is called uh, insert name here land yeah he owns yeah. Stake, land stake land and, and golf land golf land and yeah. i mean everything is land yeah so he's just he's just sort of a mogul um uh, munchies isn't too concerned about logical sense in terms of what anyone's jobs and or businesses are or so. or movie or 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 <laughs> or, 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 fil- or yeah film uh, store uh, screenwriting uh, as or so yeah so he kind of owns a restaurant in town which he does his own commercial yeah, he, Colonel Sanders style he basically just owns the whole town so what ends up happening is that he wants to buy the property that his brother lives on yeah um, he wants to buy the house why why this property was ever separated to begin with I don't know lots yeah. of Maybe Munchies Year One. Munchies Year One. Munchies Year One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, uh, his, the archaeologist brother, um, he sees Arnold not so much as a scientific discovery, but as a way to, um, for him to finally pay off his property taxes. Yeah. And own his property outright. Um, evil brother is just like oh no i because he's um tapped the phones right he's listening yeah. or tapped the house and is listening to conversations yeah. there this is post watergate everybody so, um you know. yeah so it's just like why does the house even tap to like are they really talking about interesting stuff all the time that you need to like listen in but anyways yeah. um so then uh he discovers, he finds out from listening in that there's an alien in the house and he's like, oh no, this means that he's going to be able to sell the alien because there's a huge market for alien yeah, sales in the 80s aliens. in yeah. <laughs> Southern California. <laughs> and um, 
<laughs> like it wasn't there were stores all over the place, right? Yeah. Just like I'm gonna go to the grocery store, pick up some milk, and I'm gonna go to the alien store and pick up an alien. It's California. It's yeah. weird out there. Yeah, it's and weird. then I'm gonna get a hamster for my kid. Yeah. <laughs> so and a mogwai. Yeah, and a little mogwai. Yeah. From also from the alien store. Right. So uh, evil twin brother is just like I have to get this alien because I can't have him buy his property from or pay for his property because I want that property and um commissions his stepson yeah. who is named dude right that's right his name is um, just dude to um help him steal the alien they do steal yeah. the alien they bring it back to their house for hiding yeah and then this is where the munchie emerges yeah this is where you find out that the munchie isn't just a cute masturbating little guy but it's actually he's quite <laughs> that's lethal cute. yeah what's cuter than masturbating I, yeah i i ask you a little nothing. joe biden one you know the masturbating yeah. um yeah and dude now dude how do we describe dude he is kind of um he's a deadhead right now i don't know if you've ever seen superman for the quest for peace um, is that, wow. Wait, is that the one with the, um, the three bad guys who wear garbage bags as outfits? No, that that's, that's, that's Superman 2. That's oh, still okay. a respectable one. Now, Superman 4 is like many, many years later in the franchise. I don't remember this one. Is, uh, is he in it? Is that No, dude's not in it, but I was oh going to draw, I was so impressed. I was going to draw a correlation between, uh, John Cryer's character and Superman 4. Mm. Um, Lenny. Luther. Yes, actually, I do remember the Superman because yeah. I do remember John Cryer being in it. All right, so I kind of felt that dude in Munchies was very much. If you can't picture Munchies, picture Superman for the Quest for Peace, uh, specifically John Cryer's character, and that he's kind of a valley talking. Yeah, uh, dude. Dude was yeah. definitely like all about just like I just want to sit at home and listen to my my dead records. Yeah, yeah. Which he is even singing a dead song at one he point, is. and I'm just like, do you need to get rights to that? And I checked the credits. Do, how could Munchies afford that? I checked the credits and there was absolutely no, no like, you know, dead, uh, a Grateful Dead song Okay, maybe you can get away with just singing it. I well, I don't like, know, but you can't get away with singing Happy Birthday. If you're going to rip off a, a band, though, and have them not pay attention, the Grateful Dead that's probably true, That's because, true, that's like, true. They're pr- probably high or something. Yeah, they're time. like, they know they're like, what's movies? Yeah, yeah. They're like, you know, movies. <laughs> they're like, movies are those things what's that movies? happen in our brain when yeah. we're, we're very high. That's probably what's probably not. They're like, yes. <laughs> yes, Jerry Garcia, that is exactly what movies are this is a better movie pay no though. attention to that dude behind the curtain yeah 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 so uh, dude so dude is like i don't know he guess he wants to murder the munchie eventually no he's just like annoyed that he has to watch the munchie because he yeah. was planning on going to like some tie-dye event that day or something yeah, he yeah. was planning on going to some like hippie event that day and now yeah. he's no longer allowed to go to the hippie event because his stepfather woodstock 87 yeah <laughs> needs him to watch uh Arnold, Arnold the Munchie. Because he has to go pick his um, his wife, dude's dude's mom, dude's yeah. adoptive mom. Right, right, right. So many layers. So many layers. <laughs> I thought that was his real mom. Nope. Adoptive no? mom. All right. Um, yeah. It's like, why? Like, what was the point of like, no, I would love to be in that brainstorming. Like, no, we're not. We're going to make her his adoptive mom. They're like, we don't want, like, there's layers to this movie yeah it's it's an onion it's munchies onion munchies is really a story about fathers and sons <laughs> <laughs> don't let the munchies, horror yeah munchies is a movie about complex family relationships yeah. with a little dash of peruvian aliens yeah yeah it's really yeah, yeah. you can go deep on munchies and wow. uh, so yeah so it's a, an adoptive son who is pretty quickly murdered yes really. so um evil stepdad or evil evil brother slash stepdad leaves to go pick up dude's adoptive mom from the airport we don't um maybe we do know where she's coming from but i don't remember because it's dollywood really yeah she kind of is a little dolled up yeah and um um while they are um in route Mm-hmm. Um, dude takes out his frustrations on Arnold because he gets has to miss his hippie event because of right. Arnold. Arnold does not take kindly to that, and Arnold becomes Munchie. Yeah. Munchie is born. Yeah, yeah. He's like suddenly the uh, nefarious evil nature of the mm-hmm. Munchie is revealed. Um, it's not all just masturbation over there. It's, it's not actually, just all masturbation yeah, and yeah. racism. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, it's horror There's, as well. Yes. So Munchie is born, and then yeah. dude makes the grave mistake of... Taking a um, 
Kitchen knife, was it? Kitchen knife yeah. and chopping up Arnold. Yeah. And this is when we learn that munchies have regenerative powers, like, like starfish. Yeah, or like a worm. Like if you cut a yes. worm in half and it turns into two worms, yes. you cut a munchie. Now, I did notice this that was weird about the munchies. If you cut a fully clothed munchie... They grow new clothes. They grow new clothes. So yeah, and they, but they also grow new and different clothes. You would yeah. think that they would just all look like Arnold... Uh, AKA faceless, earless Yoda. Right, right. Um, but they, they don't. Yeah. They all of a sudden have. Um, um, they all of a sudden turn into a biker gang. Yeah. They just act like they're like Cheech and Chong from Up in Smoke. Yeah. They're yeah. like they they sound like Cheech and Chong. Yeah. They're kind of wearing like stoner biker outfits, like right. Cheech and Chong, and then it's just like why. Maybe the the Peru connection. I don't know. It's very <laughs> far reaching because Arnold does not have a Peruvian or South American accent other than being able to just say amigo yeah, over and over. Yeah. Arnold sounds like um he actually sounds like Gizmo. Yes. This is what is the only cute thing about Arnold and what's because weird, Arnold is Arnold is self is Arnold you ain't no Gizmo. No, 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 he's not. And yeah. uh but the guy who does the voice of Arnold um and because I, I watched the whole credits at the end of Munchies just to make sure I wasn't missing <laughs> And uh, the guy who did Arnold's voice is a guy named Frank Welker. Okay. And Frank Welker is a very famous uh, cartoon voice guy. What did he do? What else has he He's done? He's kind of done a lot of stuff. Um, I personally know him very well from having done a lot of voices on the Transformers cartoon. Ah, okay. He did the voice of Starscream. Okay. Um, That's a great name. Yeah. Um, anyway, Frank Welker, uh, famous in his field. And he <laughs> makes uh, Arnold the Munchie sound like Gizmo. Yes. Um, so then, so dude is killed... Munchies escape. There are now four of them, and this is when they wreak havoc. This is yeah. when steal they car. steal car. This is when they um, something ex- just occurred to me. Huh. The car they steal to drive around and Hellraiser. Oh, in. it says Gizmo on the license plate. And you want to know what make of car it is? What? It's a Gremlin. Yay! Yeah. This just occurred There's to me. There's all while. these hat tips. I forgot about that. I actually wrote that down. Uh, this just hit me as yes. we're talking about this. Right uh, now. So they steal a Gremlin. Yeah. The License plate says Gizmo, and then when um, the <laughs> evil uh, evil brother and adoptive mom are yeah. driving back, if you notice, she is reading a News of the World type tabloid. Did not notice this. Yes, and the cover of it is "Do Gremlins Exist?" Or oh, something snap. like that. So there's a you know we call poor man's gremlin, but um, they even realize that they're also. I think poor Roger Corman is just whipping he's, a big old yeah, little finger he's at. He's like, like, he's like, I know what I'm doing. He's like, come after me, Spielberg. What yeah. are you gonna do? Yeah, they're stealing. They he's like, you can't sue me because I have no money. He's like, I steal a gremlin by making a movie about things that steal a gremlin. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, all right. I didn't real. All right, this is it's actually. Ooh, layer I, onion, munchies onion. I, I it's a. Uh, uh, yeah, we're meta. gonna call this episode Munchies Onion. <laughs> <laughs> meta Munchies. Oh, uh, Munchies Onion. It's a Munchies Onion. Um, so <laughs> from here, I would say now I'm gonna admit this after this, and we've done a very good job explaining the plot of this movie so far. <laughs> I'd say after this, this is where the movie kind of loses me because. I mean, all you really need to know is now the humans are all on the trail of the munchies to stop them. They're from trying to. They're trying to get them. They're the well, and maybe not even becoming more munchies at this point. I feel like this discovered just a little bit later, but they're just trying to to catch them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, um, actually, no. Boyfriend and girlfriend realize that they have become more munchies. They don't right. really realize how at this point, but yeah. they're like, "Oh my god, there's four of them." They they set off to capture and stop the munchies. Yes. So everyone also... is chasing after the munchies. This is where we encounter uh, munchies sexism, more yeah. munchies sexism. Well, that's where they go to the old swimming hole and yeah, the bikini they, ladies yeah, are underwater. And I don't really understand what they hope to accomplish yeah, with they're... this. So munchies wreak havoc. Yeah. Um, munchies eventually. Um, Terrorize an ice cream stand. Yes, they terrorize an ice cream stand. Terrorize a family that owns the ice cream stand. And then we end up finally... Munchies are not found. No. And this is the thing that I think is... There's so many amazing moments in this movie. (laughs) But this is one thing that I found particularly amazing. So apparently that night um, there is a big... uh, I want to say golf land because it's kind of sticking with the the theme. Yeah. Um, Opening that night, the golf place is owned by... We need to figure out what the name is of Evil Brother. Uh, Let's just say um, Evil Harvey Corman. 
Evil Harvey Corman. Yeah, because he um, it's his golf course because he owns everything in the town. Yeah. Um, so we're we're coming up on uh, maybe maybe I don't know the sun's down maybe it's the eight o'clock hour yeah. in Southern California yeah um, they have not caught the munchies right um, the adopted son dude is dead but right. they realize they got a miniature golf land opening that they need to get you to cut the ribbon yeah. for. So all of a sudden... No time for mourning. <laughs> no time for mourning. Yeah. No time for searching. Everything's put on hold. Yeah. Gotta get that golf course we gotta open. Get, we gotta get that golf course open. Um, They'll so, be trying to grieve later. Yes. Yeah. So then this is... Munchies show up. They cause more havoc. And then they escape underground. And yeah. this is when another layer of munchies is... The, are you referring to us. the ego message of munchies? I'm referring to the toxic waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Found below the city. Now it's and 1987. The thing I didn't quite understand was their toxic waste is being hidden in food products. Yeah, well, so this Wait, is where we learn. So when Evil Harvey Corman was running his uh, beef land or whatever, <laughs> whatever it was called, cheese land. Yeah, his restaurant. Oh, steak land. Steak, steak land. land. I guess he's talking about. It, he's like, our steaks are amazing. They're like. They're filled, your head. With, they're filled with toxic waste. So it turns out, and then all of his in all of his uh, entrepreneurial um, uh, uh, ventures, um, he's using toxic waste um, as the key ingredient in food. Oh, stuffs. is it to make it like bigger and and shiny? Like yeah. My, so like the, the steaks cheese. are really big. Look because, at how yellow the cheese yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they have like there's like fake cheese whiz or something. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they have those cheese whiz tubs. Yeah, yeah. So it's like so he's trying to. And this is where it's just deeply confusing because you're kind of like... That just comes out of left field. It's like all of a sudden we're underground and there's toxic waste food everywhere. Yeah, so like in addition to having to destroy the munchies, they also have to destroy the underground toxic waste site. Yeah, and, and it's like the mun... You know, at this point it's like, should we be scared of the munchies or should we thank the munchies for blowing the lid off of... Yeah, they're like... What I would <laughs> might even call 1987's Watergate. Yeah, yeah, it was... Is well, this a munchies Watergate? Munchiegate? Munchiegate. We were, we, were, we were very concerned about the environment in the 80s. This is true. And this so, is true. This is like when Earth Day is starting to be like... Yeah, yeah. Like this a thing. Like, this is like yeah. Senator Al Gore is just, you know, dropping books about like, mm -hmm. we should keep an eye on this thing. And, I think this is around the time my family started being like recycling question mark. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably that was probably reduce, just, reuse, recycle, <laughs> and refuse. <laughs> and if we do this, the earth can't lose. Damn, I, I and and yeah. And then <laughs> I have no I don't remember that in particular. Uh, You're welcome. All right, thank you. Thank you, Donna. I uh, um and yeah, so the munchies so it then becomes a dual race against the clock to stop <laughs> to <laughs> stop more munchies from being birds. Oh yes, because um, also there is in addition to underground toxic waste slash food being hidden, there is a packaging factory. Is that what yeah. this is there to package the toxic waste foods? But then um, yeah. the munchies hop on there so they can be um, like smashed to smithereens by the yeah. by the conveyor belt. So then yeah. in turn they can become more munchies. So yeah. all of a sudden it's like a army of munchies so but the munchies realize that and i think the thing is like the munchies are like hey let's deliberately get smashed yes yeah, that's what they're doing so, so they're just turn we could turn munchies. into more munchies and, and then this is when the uh son and girlfriend run in and they're like oh no they're making more munchies and oh we skipped one of the most important parts how which, they figured out how to stop a munchie in its tracks because it oh, seems oh yeah it seems as though the munchies are indestructible. You shoot them, you stab them, whatever. They more regenerate munchies. into more munchies. So munchies, somehow there happens to be a book lying yeah. around. So this uh, is where we get back to the first Harvey Corman. Yes. Who I will refer to as Harvey Corman Prime. Yes, yes. Uh, the normal Corman. Yes, there just happens to be a, a book on how to um, handle these um, munchie yeah. creatures. They're not called munchies. It was a book about Manchu Picchu folklore, mm -hmm. and in there they said there were these little statues, and it was by the fire of the gods. That yes. The statues. Be, uh, and they figure out fire of the gods means lightning. Yeah. So then they start to electrocute all the munchies, the munchies turn to stone, and then they smash the stones. They turn into, like, pottery, basically. Yes. And then you can smash them. That's how you kill a munchie, is by using fire or electricity, mm -hmm. or fire generated by electricity. 
So munchies are turned to stone. They're smashed. Pol the police the show up. They find out that there's toxic waste underground that's being yeah. put in the citizens' food. Yeah. Um, Evil Harvey and his wife are arrested for putting toxic waste into people's food. It was a comeuppance thing. They and out. they managed to take one of the stone munchies home. The 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 son and the girlfriend yeah. take a stone munchie home. That's Arnold. Arnold is the final, the last munchie standing. Do we I think. know that that's Arnold? I guess we don't know. I mean, because now, all but... those munchies when they got electrocuted, they all turned back into the same yeah. uh, pottery barn type True. munchie. Yeah. So maybe we don't know if it was actually Arnold. Yeah, we don't know if it's Arnold. We don't know if it was the French. <laughs> The French yeah, munchie. Remember was the French. French there was a French munchie. Yeah, there was a French yeah. munchie. Pierre. Who, yeah, who's trying to get into a room that the girlfriend was hiding out in, and um, again, like another rapey situation. Yeah. He's like, "I'm coming for you," and it's like, "What do you? What are you yeah. gonna do? Yeah. You're like, you come up to my shin." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. I don't think the munchies have really thought. This out. isn't really thought through. But but Pierre the munchie. Does not Pierre. do that. Pepe yeah. Le Pew, the munchie. Pepe, Pepe Le does not <laughs> do that. <laughs> so, so yeah, so so she's fine. Yeah. And, yeah, and so they, at the end, they stop evil Harvey Corman. They return a ceramic munchie to... To good Harvey to Corman. To good Harvey Corman. And before he, Harvey Corman could say, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there happens to be a dude from a museum there who uh, was coming to see the alien yeah. and sees... He looks like Indiana Jones' dad. Yes, he sees this uh, now pottery barn munchie and um, all he has to do is pull out a magnifying glass. Oh, yeah. Just, and then just by doing that alone can see that this is a highly invaluable artifact yeah and buys it outright for i think it was like twenty five thousand dollars i was surprised when he was looking i was at, like that's kind of low yeah you know he, yeah it doesn't seem because like that's enough to save because by this point we've forgotten about the whole plot line of evil I harvey Corbin trying to buy corbin primes yeah uh, and it's like why house. would it even matter anymore even i think this Corman's saves the house yeah yeah it's it in doesn't... jail isn't that like a moot point yeah and i don't remember like the, the original house being in any danger so so yeah, so old scientist guy looks at it in his magnifying glass. Sadly, his bow tie does not spin around when he realizes it. Yeah, like, what? Oh my lord! His this... head goes back. Yeah, like Max like, headroom. Yeah, there's no, yeah, steam does not shoot out of his ears, but he does. I guess he looks at the copyright, and it should say copyright Amblin Entertainment because this movie is totally rip off. Uh, but he does. But he sees that the munchie is worth something. And the scientist is like, here, take your $25,000, yes. Harvey there's a There's an exchange. Um, It'll give, I'll give it a good home at the museum. Yeah, the, the yeah. Munchy, munchy stone work leaves. And he puts, um, uh, he puts the Munchy statue in the back of his... It's the back of his pickup pick, truck. Pick I'm truck? just like, oh, wow, for such a... For such a, um, a refined a precious man. Yeah. Artif well, for, yeah, it's such a refined man driving a pickup truck yeah. and uh, such a invaluable piece of history is just kind of like yeah here we go um, and, and as and as as happens on dun, most very dun. sunny days mm -hmm. in the in uh, southern mm -hmm. california lightning strikes oh, and, and we hear a munchy giggle yeah the munchy giggles because the, the fire of the gods uh reanimates uh arnold and or pierre munchy and yes. turns them back into life and then and then roll credits yes so since this is our first episode, what we'd like to let you all know is that with every episode, um, after we've given you a little synopsis or our rundown of the movie, we are going to give you each one of our three key takeaways. Richard, <laughs> um, you know, critiques, life lessons, advice whatnot that we feel the the listener can just like uh leave leave this episode with and really kind of mull over really a grab bag of anecdotes and fun facts mm -hmm. so i'm gonna go first all right this Donna, time. what is your first key takeaway so my first key takeaway for munchies is um when you're at a historical landmark don't touch anything <laughs> 
don't touch anything. And this also includes, um, or if not especially should include, um, alien creatures. Yeah, do not touch those at all. Yeah, uh, yeah. So if you are, you know, somewhere of historical significance, don't touch the walls, don't touch the rocks, just don't touch anything because everything is sacred. And, um, yeah, if you see alien creatures, treat them like poison ivy. Leaves up three, leave them be. <laughs> I second you on this because uh, I think uh, it's not just that they wandered into an old ancient tomb and found an alien that they decided to start grabbing and touching, but they, like, I believe moved a rock or a door into that tomb. Everything. They just, like, so, touched everything. They yeah. put their gr- their grubby human hands, their grubby 1987 hands all over everything. <laughs> Just don't touch it. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, if you, yeah, if you come across uh, an old ancient tomb, just uh, just leave the rock in place. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Andrew, your first key takeaway. My first key takeaway, my key takeaway number one would be stranger danger. And what I mean by stranger danger is um, uh, don't leave a stranger in your home to masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, I mean, I feel that's good. I feel that's good advice across the board. Yeah, but especially even, even if it's outside a alien. of this movie. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes masturbation in the home is unavoidable. Whether it is you who owns the home, or let's say you have a you know friend of yours who you're letting stay at your house for a couple of months while they get back on their feet. Uh, you know, you're a very generous friend. It's gonna happen, you know, as long as you don't have to see it, as long as you be in another room, you don't have to hear anything about it, you're all fine. But if you're gonna bring a stranger in your home, especially a small alien munchie from an old Aztec tomb or whatever it is that they found, uh, you don't want to leave that thing alone to masturbate. You, and not only that, but you don't want to give it like material with which to masturbate with, because uh, they did give they give him a magazine, they gave Arnold that magazine to masturbate, and you know i think if i think a big picture view that's the um start of all the trouble in this movie was when they let uh was when they let arnold kind of kind of play with himself there so um, i apologize i'm sorry (laughs) i i I didn't realize i was dropping the make love of uh quote-unquote of of masturbation make it love to yourself yeah yeah um yeah so when self-pleasuring um uh, oh god that's rough i apologize um i also maybe to like riff on that a little bit like i don't know Maybe, like, provide them with a, you know, if, if, if you know and you're cool with the fact that this is going to happen, maybe right. provide them with space that's bigger than a duffel bag. Provide them with space bigger than a duffel bag, and maybe, and I don't mean this in a weird way, maybe also nanny cam them. Uh, not because I want you to, like, watch it back later for your own weirdness. I just mean, like, if it's an alien... You're going to want to know what the alien's up to in your home when you go oh, for purely yeah. scientific yeah. If you let the Predator in from the movie Predator in your house and you're like, all right, here's an old copy of Penthouse Predator and you left the room, it's not you'd want to see what the Predator is up to. It's just that you want to Maybe make sure. Maybe Dad could ask for a bigger uh, purchasing price of said munchie <laughs> at the end from the uh, archaeological society if he's like, I also have a video of the masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a YouTube goldmine. So, uh, yeah, so don't let a munchie masturbate in your house. Okay. I'm glad we got that one out, <laughs> out, out in the air. I'm glad I got the predator in there or something. <laughs> okay, Donna, what is key? What is your key takeaway, number two? Number two yeah. is uh, tighten up your plot line. Like, <laughs> we get slapped with this, like, half-baked storyline early, earlier on in the movie about how uh, dude's mom is actually his adoptive mom and yeah. that she, like, remarried someone else and so, like, by, like, default, like, evil twin brother becomes his stepfather and it's just like, you know what? Yeah. We, like, it's just a lot. It's like, unless you're gonna do a movie about, like, dude like fucking like whiling away his time in the like foster care system like why does she need to be his adoptive mom like i don't care like she could have just been his mom and like 
evil stepdad could have been his stepdad and it's like there you yeah. go it's like so inconsequential it's like economy and clarity are very useful tools in screenwriting and i i feel they they hung they hung a little more family drama on the skeleton of the story than the film was able yeah. to support it's like munchies year one and then also like an offshoot would be like dude year one yeah yeah like, i don't care like i like okay dude's adopted like yeah. that's fine but it when it's just time for seems... dude's prequel yeah it's like i don't really we don't really need to know that yeah so yeah just cut to the chase munchies andrew yeah you're number two my key to your number two <laughs> <laughs> oh, my... drop it my oh boy <laughs> yeah uh, yeah Dad jokes. <laughs> Dad jokes. <laughs> uh, my key takeaway, uh, number two, also directed at the uh, producers of the film, is uh, come up with your own movie. I mean, clearly anyone watching this film is aware that this is nothing more than a Gremlins ripoff. And I don't really know. I mean, I guess that, that gets you out of the video store where you write something, where you make a film where you're like, it's somewhat like Gremlins and somebody will come in and rent it because they probably rented Gremlins once and enjoyed it. But then they get home and they're not going to like your film. They're not going to have any happy memories from watching it. No, because they're just going to compare it to Gremlins the whole time and yeah. think about what a sorry excuse. Yeah, the, this yeah. Is. They're like Gremlins had a budget and this did not. And uh, <laughs> and and, uh, and then you know, like let's say a year down the road, you want to release Munchies Two, which we all we know they did. Um, you're you're cutting yourself out of potential rentals and sales of Munchies Two. So. Uh, be true to yourself. Uh, I'm not saying you have to make a movie with a huge budget, but uh, be as original as you possibly can and uh, let the final film live uh, or die on its own merits. My third and final key takeaway. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> Listeners, oh, if yeah. you do watch this movie, there <laughs> is a scene where I guess it's supposed to be sexy, but it's not. Um, the two characters from this movie, the son and his girlfriends, they have a, I'm doing air quotes here, yeah, yeah. rambunctious sex scene. Oh, yeah. But there's a lot of props involved. And I don't mean sex toys. I mean, like, fucking, like, schlocky comedy props. Gallagher-level props. Yeah, there's, yeah. like, and they're not even used for sex. They're <laughs> used for making each other laugh while they're in bed. Because it's like, they're not just lovers, they're friends as it's, well. It's like a comical bump on the bean. Yeah. More than it is, uh, you know. There's, like, a water gun. There's, like, <laughs> it's, it's real schlocky. I think there's an inflated hammer that he uses. It's like an oversized inflated hammer. Yeah, it's really bad. It's like, yeah, there's a lot left to be desired. (laughs) And so I'm going to tell you this, uh, son and girlfriend. Don't fucking (laughs) Dave Coulier your life, all right? You know, I'm sorry. I'm sure Dave Coulier is a very nice guy, but I don't need that level of comedy brought into the bedroom. Uh, Don't be a foolier. (laughs) Be a a coulier. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, it's just like don't fucking Uncle Joey it in the yeah, bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check with your your significant other if you're gonna coolie in the home. Have that discussion. Have that discussion before you hit the bedroom. Have the big talk with your kids. Be like, uh, do you guys know about coolieing? <laughs> it becomes a verb. <laughs> you like turn around and you have an inflatable hammer and a and a and a water gun and you're like, do you know about Coulier? Do you know about about Coulier? Mom, where did I come from? And then your mom talks like Bullwinkle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Ah, Katrina, that voice coming out of my own mom's face. Make, I'm sorry. I hope she didn't make the hand signs. Or the hand, yeah. the hand, the hand gestures. The moose, the moose ears. The moose ears. Moose ears. I hope not. Don't mean moose ears. All right, all mouth. right, Andrew. Yeah. You the the third and final of the three key takeaways. My third and final key takeaway is: Hey, man, don't diss community college. <laughs> this movie is like you know they're 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 ragging on uh, Bill Maher Jr.'s uh, or whatever his name was. Uh, uh, they they ran on him because it was like. Well, I you either go to community college or be a comedian. He was like, "Fuck community college! I want to be a comedian." 
And, and why say, those two options, too? I, it's like so strange. It's a weird two options, but I will say there's nothing wrong with community college. As it's, the product of. As a product of. It is a way to uh, better yourself. Is if, Get those core core curriculum out of the way on a cheap, cheap level. There's there's no reason there's no reason to overspend for yeah. you know, simple math classes. Ain't no shame in the community college game. Ain't no shame in this game. And it's a good way to better yourself as a student. It's, it's, a, it's a good way to save some money. You are educating yourself. And frankly, uh, we don't need the snobbery of people who are going to rag on community college to get in the way of that. Um, so, so fuck you. So fuck you, munchies. Uh, <laughs> stick that in your pipe and smoke it, munchies. <laughs> <laughs> munchies ends with the threat of, of a sequel. Yes. And or what? the promise, Prom- depending on how you feel about this movie. I definitely Either felt- the threat or a promise. I felt like it was a threat. Well, I guess... Um, that's all we got. If you're looking for munchies, we should point out that we found it available, widely available, on YouTube. Wait, are we going to land ourselves in legal hot water by pointing pointing people oh. to a place where we think it's the free movies? I, I don't think we're going to land in hot water. Um, they might end up taking it down, and yeah. then it'll be like all our fault. But based on based on the we're time angry, stamp, angry, angry yeah. letters. They're like, all I was trying to do is store my copy of Munchies in the cloud, <laughs> and then you dicks come along and ruin my goddamn Munchies storage. Yeah. Uh, by the way, disclaimer: we are not encouraging you to store or steal Munchies. We're just saying somebody did. We wash our hands. We wash our hands. We wash our hands of how you find munchies. Yeah, if you accept no responsibility. Maybe we should have a disclaimer at the beginning of this. Yeah, we should say if you stumble across an old laser disc of munchies at a garage sale and you decide to watch it, mail it to us. Mail it to us, and uh, and we yeah that way um, we will have given some money in some form to somebody (laughs) for munchies. Uh, But please rent rent munchies through through iTunes. Or Blockbuster. Or Blockbuster yeah, video. Yeah. Or your local Blockbuster video. <laughs> your local, we're going to have to go to Oregon for that now. Or wait till it comes to your favorite revival house. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. That That's, was Munchies. Yes. This has been Stabbing and Gabbing. We promise more stabbing. And, and more, more gabbing. gabbing. <laughs> Bye.